0: I'm 40% podcast. I'm 40% podcast. You know I'm 40% podcast, baby. You know I'm 40% podcast. You know I'm 40% podcast, baby. I'm only 40%. Go.
1: Hello everyone. I'm Jinx Monsoon, and welcome to I'm Forty Percent podcast. With woo! me as with me as always is this stinky little. I don't know why you paused. That's just what I do now. You should expect the woo. Um, you told me not to call you a little piece of shit anymore. So what do you? think? I'm not trying to, think to throw think you of off
2: a... anymore. We're in a collaborative mode. In our. What do you think of stinky
1: little pile of um?
2: no anyway I think you're embarrassing me extra because you know that I love our guests so much and you're you're trying to make me look like a fool
1: oh like you did to me in front of Margaret Cho anyway our guest today (laughs) is um uh LA legend May I say? <laughs> A comedian, an all around funny lady. It's Roz Hernandez. Hello, Roz. Oh, yeah.
0: oh my God. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited Hi. to be here. You look excited. I'm, you know, I told Nick ahead of time I don't, I've never seen this TV show. But I love learning about new cultures (laughs) and I love. And this is a
1: great episode for that. Yeah.
0: What a a great first episode to watch. (laughs) Probably not confusing at all. (laughs) I have so many questions. I don't know who these people are. I don't know if they're people. I don't know what any of this is. But I love the opportunity to talk to people, and that's why I'm here, and um, please help me to understand what's going on. Do
1: you not talk to enough people in your day-to-day life? Only if it's being recorded. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems it would seem I just sit here uh, in my little castle, very, very <laughs> little castle, and um, just talk to people and record it, and it's broadcasted for people to listen to. Like on my own podcast, Ghosted by Roz Hernandez.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ghosted. I was a guest on Ghosted. Have you been a guest on Ghosted, Nick? Um, no,
2: when Roz and I- Yeah, because you
1: don't believe in ghosts, you little shit.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what happened, is Roz uh, politely asked me if I wanted to come on the podcast, and I said, yes, of course, just fair warning, I do not even a little bit believe in ghosts, so can we do an episode on that? And she said, no, thank you.
0: No, (laughs) thank you. no, thank you. (laughs) That's, like, the only thing that I can- like, the only requirement is you have to be- down to you know you don't necessarily have to have experiences of your own but you have to like believe in it or at least i don't know be fun about it
1: <laughs> yeah be fun about it nick why aren't you more fun about things
2: well i think that's sort of the same criteria we have here on i'm 40 Percent podcast you don't have to believe in futuraba but you do have to have fun with it
1: and yeah have some experiences. so you get it yeah. So, Roz, <laughs> I'm just as... more
2: stubborn than you. I guess.
1: <laughs> Roz, as a first-time Futurama viewer, um, what were your initial impressions of the show? Just um, nothing about the plot. Just what were your initial thoughts, feelings, and emotions?
0: I actually thought it was really funny. And it is. <laughs> I would like to watch more. To be honest with you, I don't know why I just never got around to it. Um, I mean I'm sure you guys already know this but I did uh learn last night that the woman with the one large eye is the same lady that played Peg Bundy so Katie, uh, Katie Segal Yep yes. I learned that <laughs> uh, and Hello, I really like her So I'm excited to explore more um I, I, there were some great jokes and you know I used to I used to watch Family Guy and then I just kind of really fell off, and I don't. Uh, the past few times I tried watching newer episodes, I was like, eh, "This is not, yeah. it's not good." You gifting. do any
2: Simpsons? You ever check in on those Simpsons? Not really.
0: I did as a kid, but um, but it's nice to see that <laughs> then I like grew up. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see that these uh, these new episodes are like. Funny, like the, I thought there was yeah. like actually good, good jokes in there, even even not knowing who these characters are.
1: Yeah, it's a very well written show, and its glory seasons I think are some of the best like comedy writing on television for its time, and that's why it keeps coming back because it's got a solid foundation. It's got good bones, like all shows that have had many, many seasons. It's got its real clunker episodes. But you know, everyone's focus is on this new season, and they have been delivering thus far, so it's been it's been two fun episodes in
2: both are funny and good,
1: so as somebody that wants to like get into this, where should I start? You should start at the beginning, watch the first three seasons right away, okay um and uh then. You know, then go on to watch At Your Leisure, the rest, Um and knowing full well that there are some seasons that are like, what was going on here? Okay. <laughs> Gas leak
2: season.
0: But once yeah. you fall in love with them, you can kind of forgive, you know? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I, I always say like <laughs> SNL, for example, is my sports like I don't care about sports but I'm always like I'm always excited to see who's going to be on the season this year when the mm-hmm. when the draft happens you know or whatever Do you and get they... excited
2: for those post-its on the, on the cork yes, board? Yes
0: <laughs> I do and I know that there's some seasons are not as strong as others but like I stick
1: around and I when it's Out right of, it's right Yeah you know and what I can say about Futurama but more than many shows I've binge watched multiple times um, even the worst episode Even the episodes that I'm most inclined to skip over Even those episodes have amazing jokes Um, uh, Just to give you a little taste of a past season There's an episode where they're campaigning for human rights And Basically there's a ghost in the audience and the ghost is booing something, but he's booing it as a ghost and he's Why like is this your one
2: example of the thousands of jokes that have been on future because Because it's
1: a ghost and Ross There's so
2: many ghost jokes. We just covered an episode with robot ghosts. Um
1: let's let's get to the episode.
2: <laughs> brief brief acknowledgement. Uh, we still stand with the writers and the actors in the strike. Uh, do what you can to support them, even if it's just I don't know. Sharing a post, bringing them some Gatorade.
1: I'll tell you <laughs> how you can support. <laughs> I'll tell you how you can support actors and writers right now. Well, first of all, both um, both the actors guild, I mean, the writers guild and the actors union, both have disaster relief funds set up. If you are wanting to donate some shekels to some uh, starving writers and actors, but also, I just want to kindly request. If you are not in the industry, maybe you don't need to share comments on it if they're not comments of support. Because I'm seeing a lot of actors getting very frustrated Mm. that people are like, oh, well, maybe if you did it this way, it's like, can we just trust that if there was some (laughs) way to do it better from our end, we would already be doing it. Like a strike (laughs) is a last, a strike is like when all other options have failed, so people who have no idea how the industry truly works. If you're not part of the industry, don't like I always say. We all have opinions, but we're not all experts. I'm not going to go to my hotel concierge to check a mole on my back to see if it's cancerous. So, <laughs> let's all just understand that people know what's best for them and maybe just let them do that. <laughs>
0: That's great. Very well said. I'm happy. Follow up thoughts. I think that was wonderful.
1: (laughs) Great. (laughs) Let's talk about this cartoon looked at by a professional. (laughs) Uh, Start us off. This episode
2: is called. I didn't. I forgot. I'm supposed to write down the episode title (laughs) and the original air date, and I forgot to do that. It's "Children of a Lesser Bog," and it aired on Monday. There is no cold open. There is no cold open. Uh, we have a Chiron. Uh, the Chiron says, anything happened while we were out? And this is <laughs> funny, but as far as I'm concerned, this is the last joke that we get to make about, hey, we were gone for a while. So I only yeah. give it four Chirons out of five Chirons.
1: Uh, I'll give it a solid four, yeah. Roz, how did you
2: feel about this Chiron and what would you rate it?
0: Um. <laughs> 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 it's the first. It's the first one for me, so it's a joke not old to me. So okay, I liked it. <laughs> uh, one, one to five, Chiron's.
2: I'd give it a five, five Chiron's. Wow, <laughs> high scoring Chiron. We open on Fry sucking on his uh, jacket lapel, which I thought was very disgusting because I, c- I guess I can just imagine what it would feel like in my mouth <laughs> when I watch him do it.
1: Listen, as a kid who used to like um I oh God, I used to Are have to Are you gonna say slee- the washcloth thing? <laughs> no, I had a sleeve for wiping my nose and I had a sleeve for chewing on as a kid, you know? And <laughs> it, even just remembering the feeling of that soppy, wet cotton in my oh. mouth. Like I don't know why it was a security thing as a kid, but as a as an adult, I'm like, I can't think of anything grosser. So yeah, fries gross.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that was pretty gross. <laughs> I
2: immediately thought of when I was a kid I used to suck the water out of a
0: washcloth when I was in the tub.
1: It tastes uh, which I know other right? kids
2: did, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's always going to be sort of a a clothing taste <laughs> that you just yeah. Have you, uh-huh. have you sucked on
2: any weird fabrics, I guess? <laughs> is what I'm asking.
0: Not that I can think of, to be honest with you. Um, I, ha- I have not sucked on, no, I haven't sucked on enough fabric. God, you guys, are, you guys are just pointing out all the things I haven't done in my life. I haven't watched Futurama, and I haven't sucked on fabrics. Let's keep the
2: list going. Well, in that case, we'll move on to the next uh, five <laughs> seconds of the episode. Uh, the entire office is watching him suck on his lapel and they think it's adorable and pathetic and they walk in and surprise him and for a second you think Fry's going to be like oh I hope you didn't see that but he's just like hey guys I was just sucking on my jacket <laughs> kind of proud of it then he and reveals
1: that it's like it's what's left over from a candy from his era, and they're making a joke about this really um, gross old candy called Bit O Honey, that was mm. just literally honey flavored sugar, and it was just a hunk of honey flavored sugar. It didn't have much more going on for it other than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's called Clumpo Honey. This parody of it. Yeah, Bit what o is, o is the- Honey. Why do you know about this and I don't? Is this a uh, regional but,
1: thing? Um, no, I think it's just. Isn't uh, that Graining from Portland? No, it was. Uh, it was like a Halloween candy. It was like cheap Halloween candy. You know mm. that was the. I think they were unloading a bunch of old Bitto honey that didn't sell, so they packaged them together in like Halloween packages, and because these candies, they were like, if I'm remembering correctly, they were like. Um, little rectangle slabs of just pure like sugar honey plaster, and they look like really yeah. cheap hotel soap, but smaller.
0: What this is reminding me of is that I one of my favorite candies, and during lockdown, I happened to live next to a place that was supplying me with sugar babies. Remember nah. these? They're kind of that. They're kind of that. I mean, they're not they're honey. Just little they're more bean, caramel.
1: Yeah, they're bean-shaped caramel uh, beans. And there's also the Sugar Daddy,
0: <laughs> which is like sort of a, a rectangle-shaped chew.
1: Yeah,
0: And I can't find these Anywhere. I almost ordered some online because I can't find them. They're nowhere to be found. Lots You're looking candies. for sugar daddies
2: online there, Ron?
0: <laughs> I've been looking for sugar daddies online and I can't get any. But I, I they're, they're nowhere. how and does if a candy anyone go things like that? <laughs> well, I was wondering if it had something to do with like how the the that name has changed. Like now sugar babies <laughs> means something else, but I don't know or maybe they're just not popular maybe I'm the only person that likes them well,
1: but I can think of a lot of candies that like um sugar babies sugar daddies bito honey um neko wafers uh, what are Ooh, oh Necco, um, gross. remember peter peter pan um brand no. p- uh, peanut butter cups they uh-huh. yeah peter pan i think Uh, was before Reese's but then Reese's came along and blew them out of the water and I only know these things these candies because they were given to me at Halloween you know by cheap people in the neighborhood who were unloading old candy on the kids while we're on the
0: topic because here's one thing I do know about is candy Um, there's a candy that's also very rare that if I find it I hoard it it is called trolley eggs now, we're seeing a theme here. I like little, like, jelly bean-shaped things. And they are, I think, in the origin story of trolly uh, worms. These are the mm. eggs that they come oh. from. And so yeah. they're basically like the the worms but with a sugar coating. And they're a little crunchy on the outside, chewy in the inside. I what know a place in Atwater Village that has them and I usually go in there and I buy about six of them every time they restock, but they are good. Okay, back to Futurama. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for illuminating us about Bitta Honey because I didn't get all these jokes about <laughs> them changing it into glue or whatever. It became an yeah. industrial glue. They reclassified it. So they decided to make more of this candy using the original recipe, and you see them just stirring a bunch of honey in a cauldron <laughs> and they give the professor a little sip of it, and he immediately goes into diabetic shock. So they make it less sweet by adding more sugar.
0: Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> that, this um, is, this favorite... is one of those things I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm like, is that is this part of the the lore or the the what? The did professor these characters is
1: just very old. He's afflicted with many many ailments. Fry and Bender are idiots. That will just do anything out of boredom. So they're making a, okay. they're trying to recreate this candy from Fry's time. Fry comes from our time. Fry was frozen, frozen alive in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So he, he's like our <laughs> age, experiencing the future, and we're meant to see the future kind of through Fry's eyes. I don't think
0: I've Fry's ever eyes. been more jealous of a person than when you said he got frozen in nineteen ninety nine. that's amazing (laughs) right before
2: everything went downhill
1: (laughs) my favorite part of this bit is that they go on talking about things and then the professor's like I'm dying down here (laughs) like they're just so used to the professor being at death's door, they just like they don't care anymore. Poor professor. Um, I
2: had to look up what treacle was. Does
1: everyone know what treacle is? Yes, no, it's like I um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's everyone popular, softly mutters
2: about treacle.
1: <laughs> it's popular in the UK. It's like molasses, but doesn't have as deep of a flavor. It's again, it's just a very sugary syrup. Okay, I had to look it up.
2: Treacle. <laughs> <laughs> they all stand around eating the candy and uh, it's so sticky that it, it pulls out Amy's teeth <laughs> which is a reason for her to open up her calendar and realize that 20 years ago she <laughs> made an appointment for her children to be born
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I do like that they gave uh, an explanation about the um, Amy and Kiff's kids for you know there's going to be people who are joining Futurama for the first time you know like Ross thank you do you feel like you <laughs> do you feel like they did a good job explaining um Amy and Kiff's children to you and why they had to wait 20 years for their kids to <laughs> emerge from a swamp did you, did you feel clued in yeah <laughs> it made sense i didn't i mean again i
0: feel like i'm sort of in someone else's home and I'm just whatever. Okay. Oh, if that's how you guys do things around here. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm just learning. I, I will respectfully just, okay, good. Great.
1: That's how I felt <laughs> the first time I had dinner at my Mormon's friend's house. Exactly. Yeah, I will you're... say that
2: uh, when Kiff said, oh, it was 20, and you see the clip from the old episode where he's like, in 20 years, we'll be able to, like, come get our kids. And then I, like, looked at the real world calendar. And I was like, oh, my God, it's been 20 years. And I grabbed Sergio by the wrist and he was like, it's not that cool. But I think it's cool <laughs> because I... it's the same as when Twin Peaks went off the air and they were like, in 25 years, we'll come back. And then they did.
1: Well, I I think it's cool because we could have just never gone back and we could have you know like since they since they illuminated that they don't know where they really are in the timeline but like the atomic year is 3023. I don't know. They could have, like, just never revisited the topic of Amy and Kiff's kids, and we probably would have forgotten about it, except for me, because I'm a Virgo and I would have been waiting for those kids to emerge. Um, <laughs> Do you have I'm very... any shows
2: like that, Roz, where you just know the lore and you feel like maybe you know the lore better than the people writing the show?
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. No. But, um, I don't, but, but I, I love, I, I love
1: it. <laughs> um, I want to ask, uh, ooh, 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 what did I want to ask?
2: I don't know, oh. do you want me to talk about the show and we'll come yeah, back to Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> yeah. Kip and Amy are excited to be parents. They return to Amphibios 9. And then uh, Amy's parents uh, are there, and we have uh, Amy's mom, and then Amy's dad with a new voice actor for uh, um, representation reasons, and Yes. yes. Political correctness Um, mm -hmm. reasons, good decision.
1: (laughs) Yes. Roz, um, Amy's dad used to be voiced by Billy West, who does like the voices of half the characters on the show. He's like Futurama's Dan Castellaneta. Um, Uh And so he previously did a, you know, a stereotypical Asian accent for Amy's father. Uh What I kind of found. Interesting was when we had Lauren Tom, um, who voices Amy and Amy's mother. Lauren Tom is Asian, and she kind of like nostalgically giggled about teaching <laughs> Billy West how to do a Chinese accent. And, you know, there was something about like, there was something about like her being so kind of like, yeah, we've changed the voice actor now, and, and so Billy doesn't do the voice anymore, but... Billy and I had fun doing those characters together. I don't know. I feel like I get so up in arms about <laughs> those kind of things that I, I forget to kind of like follow the cues of the people actually affected by it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, just like Family Guy, I think Cleveland was played by yeah, a white that man. Was a good yeah. Change right? And. and um, wasn't uh simpsons uh i can't think of the oh, car oh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. it's an ongoing thing in animation in general
1: yeah and so Definitely. i'm glad i'm glad that the i'm glad that the um issue is being addressed and then i was also glad to see that lauren tom was just kind of like yeah we don't do that anymore and it's kind of like if that's you know the attitude the voice actors have, then I'm gonna calm down a little bit and just welcome the progress
0: <laughs> right well, and I think that a lot of times when
1: these shows started, it's like
0: uh, there probably absolutely were people up in arms, but like we just weren't talking about it the way that we mm. are now, and i don't I don't think that they they took into consideration the the things that they do now, and I think it's all it's all for the better these days, yeah, yeah. I think it's a change for the better, and
2: this yeah. new voice actor fits right in. I'm excited that he's joining the team. Don't have his name in front of me, but he's a
0: great man, and I love you're, him. You're a terrible
1: <laughs> historian. Um, I will say so so
2: this the grand was grand midwife the, comes out. <laughs> I thought what? this
0: was the funniest scene of this year. Oh, the grand midwife? She
1: grand? It was like-
0: One
2: of the
1: The, best characters. The grand midwife is probably... She has my favorite line of the entire show. I say it constantly. She... um, When we first meet the grand midwife, it's when Kif gives birth to their babies. And she says, "'The ceremony is over.' I live here, so I'm not going anywhere, but you don't have to talk to me anymore. (laughs) I say that every time I leave a party at my house, every time I'm hanging out with the housemates, I'm like, I'm going to be going away now. Um, Please don't talk to me anymore. Even if you see me like going to the bathroom or getting water, please don't talk to me anymore for the rest of the night. (laughs) I have clocked out.
0: Great. I want to come to one of these parties sometime, uh, by the way. uh, And don't worry, I won't talk to you. I loved her line about the tips, like her little tip jar. Her little. That was so uh, funny to me. I
2: do this ceremony to honor our people's traditions and not for the uh, optional cash donation that people sometimes put in that little basket.
1: (laughs) 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 It's green, it has a sign on it. And then we get a joke about Amy's parents being um, cheap. cheap when I I don't know that I fully understand. He rings rich a dollar bill out. I know I that know. rich people are cheap, <laughs> but he rings a dollar bill out and dimes come out of it. It was funny. <laughs> I guess. It was a little Scrooge McDucky, <laughs> but.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, again, one of these things where I'm like, okay, that's what happens on this show. I don't know. <laughs> The grand midwife uh, is
2: like, okay, it's time for the emergence, but then it doesn't happen right away. So she like tries to vamp with some crowd work, which <laughs> that I like was
0: funny to me too. She's like, <laughs> oh, is anyone from out of town? town? Or yeah, whatever. yeah. It's good. <laughs> God, I've been there. And then finally, the
2: tadpoles emerge. Hundreds of tadpoles start swimming out of the swamp, and um, Amy's excited that there's going to be hundreds of babies. But the grand midwife reveals that it is time for the winnowing. And we watch <laughs> most of these babies, like ninety-five percent of them, get eaten by crocodiles or uh, dragonflies or um, fish. Also, the was poisonous else... frode. Jinx, did you see was... the poisonous frode?
1: Yes, I saw everything. It was everyone? Was anyone Do you get else it? like? It was from the last time they were at this planet. Yes, in I the remember show. the frode. Does anyone remember? I mean, does anyone else feel relieved that they weren't going to have a hundred babies? Like I was relieved. Empathetically for them, and I was relieved as a viewer that I wasn't going to have to meet a hundred new characters. I think three was the sweet spot, and three kind funny, of funny, <laughs> the funny alien all um, explanation for why they're all different ages. So we get to see Amy and Kiff be parents to a toddler, a child, and a teenager all and an at email. once. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Roz, do you hope to have several children one day? Uh, no. No, I Smart. don't. My dream is to have a backyard full of tortoises. Ooh, that is my cute. dream my whole life. I want tortoises to multiply in my backyard with little Pomeranians that ride on their backs. <gasps>
2: <laughs> you could do like a little saddle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're trying or to, like, like recreate like the a, labyrinth? Or... You could do, No, you could do, like, a
2: palanquin, like, on top a of palan- the turtle's back. And the little Pomeranians just sitting in a chair. That'd
0: yeah. be cool. that's my dream. No children, though, I don't think. But, yeah, I'm glad I, I, there was a moment where I was like, this seems like chaos. There's going to be too many of these kids... I didn't want, because that could be like 101 Dalmatians or
1: (laughs) gremlins or something where I have to learn, oh, this
0: one's the nerdy one. This one's the, you know, I don't want to learn all that.
1: Yeah, by winnowing it down, um, we got to get more story and less like... Um a montage of children. <laughs> yes. The general reaction
2: to these three surviving children, where well it's four at first, but then one gets eaten on the shore. <laughs> um is that they are very ugly to look at. Like <laughs> uh, Amy's parents who their who whole thing is they always yes. want grandchildren. It's the only thing they talk they, about. And
1: they even said when she, like, they didn't like Kif after a while, but when she first got with Kif, they were just happy that she was getting with someone who could give them grandkids. Now they finally have grandkids, and they don't want anything to do with them. Uh, Amy's parents are assholes. They're really awful <laughs> Yeah, they seem like uh <laughs> It's kind of amazing that Amy gets progressively cooler of a character when she was raised by such awful people. Mm.
0: <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I really like her juicy couture kind of jumpsuit Oh, it's like chronic. Yeah, it's cute <laughs> with the drips.
2: Well, this cartoon <laughs> came about in the early 2000s, so what's the style of the time?
0: There you have it.
2: (laughs) So uh, the grand midwife chops off all their tails. They're no longer tadpoles. Um, And then (laughs) Zoidberg sneaks away with the bucket. He's going to eat the tails. It's pretty gross.
1: (laughs) It is pretty gross. I
0: thought it was Uh. kind of funny. (laughs) And
2: then, yeah, we get some more Amy grandparents being mean. uh, And then we're back at the office and everyone's eating a different food. The professor is eating fiber log in sauce. (laughs) Zoidberg is eating a fish skeleton. And Leela is eating an entire rotisserie chicken just on a fork. And she's like taking bites out of it. (laughs) And I really enjoyed that for her.
1: Leela's a little unhinged this episode. It's funny (laughs) because Leela is always so like prudent and so like... Militant about her lifestyle, but we know that she has a slovenly side. We know that she can be a little crude, but it seems like Fry is starting to rub off on Leela because <laughs> she's sitting around eating whole chickens. When she talks about being drunk, she's like, <laughs> Well, I want to go back and
2: watch that episode and rewatch it knowing that she was very drunk the whole time. <laughs> I want to know if there's anything yeah, in there that, Leela like, if she that falls she had, over she or something. She had a
1: drunk, <laughs> that she had a problem with alcohol in the past. Well, maybe
2: she is a great, she's, like, great at her job. She's great at being a spaceship captain. But the second she, like, goes into her quarters, she's just, like, a sloppy mess until it's time to Or she's a
1: high-functioning alcoholic and she's yeah. just really good at hiding.
2: Like it. a Brie Vandekamp type. Or a Charlotte. <laughs> Wait, which one? Wait, Charlotte's uh, high-functioning
1: alcoholic. Which oh, one? Oh, Miranda. And that was like Miranda. a one. That was like a one-episode arc, like one arc too. It was like she was a drunk and then she wasn't. I'm good now. <laughs> it was like you're a drunk, and happened, she was like, mom. "No, I'm not." And then it was like you're a drunk, and she was like, "Okay, I am." And then she stopped drinking.
0: See, I wish it was that simple I've for never me. Seen.
1: <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs>
2: We talk about Sex in the City a little too much on this show. I know. Uh, Hermes her asks why they're different sizes. We get the explanation and we uh, they're from different learn their names. They're from different depths of the pond, different temperatures and depths. Yeah. Uh, Newt is the smallest and is a Cyclops. Mandy is the kind of girlish middle one and she sounds just like Amy. And then Axel is the sort of scruffy teenager one who sounds like Kiff. And these are yeah. our kids.
1: And, um, do we have a favorite? <laughs> oh, clearly Axel. Not only yeah. do I identify with him, but like <laughs> when I was that age, that was the boy I was like. The apathetic asshole that, you know, was too cool for everything. Ugh, that was like my target audience.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have pictures of me from that time period. And the few times I've showed them to people, they always say I look like Joan Jett. I was very that person
2: Maybe you need to like Be Axel's love interest in the next season
0: Yeah Um (laughs) You
2: don't want to be on Futurama? We're trying to hook you up, Roz Oh, okay, oh yeah, as a voice, okay, yes You're not going to go into the show And become a cartoon I don't know how it works
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we meet the kids, uh, we we meet their personalities.
2: Yeah, and Leela is confronted with the fact that these kids keep calling her mommy, and she doesn't remember that she is the one who impregnated Kif. There was a whole scene where they found out who the parent was, and it was Leela.
1: Well, they kind of imply that Kif... Okay, so Leela is the mother of all. There was a moment where they thought it could have been anyone. Leela is revealed yeah, to be the mother out. of all the kids. Yeah. But the fact that um, Kif even got pregnant was due to his, his love, love for Amy. So that kind of explains why a ki- well, there's one kid that's a lot like Amy. There's one kid that's a lot like Kiff, And then, of course, we've got a Cy- Cyclops who has probably Leela's dominant mutant gene and <laughs> is a cyclops. Um Did Lila you know reveals Lila was that a mutant sh- <laughs>
2: Ross that ask new
0: information Roz that That's no, I, I just question. found out that it's Katie Seagal. Like, I don't know <laughs> anything. <laughs> so. uh,
2: we watch a sex video, like an old and timey <laughs> sex education video, and it's very funny because it's projected via a hologram of an old TV. And they're all just gathered around looking at this three d model of a TV. <laughs> Um, And it, the whole thing is, it's called Yowza Vision because the idea is we're going to see some like hot sex in it. But then they just touch fingers, and Bender
1: goes, eh, that was pretty hot. Uh, 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 reproduction, no matter what species or race, always involves a steamy display of blah, 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 except <laughs> for the amphibioids. <laughs> 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 and so we learned that. um... Basically, Kif's whole race is beta soy boy cucks.
2: <laughs> Roz, any comment?
0: That seems... <laughs> I don't know if I like it. It's like, that's too easy to get pregnant, right? Mm. Yeah, getting don't pregnant you should you could not take be like that a easy. Prep,
2: a prep that makes it so you can touch people even when you're feeling love for your smizmar?
0: Yeah, like a birth control of some sort. Or well, it what is it established
2: establish if- that that's why he always wears gloves?
1: Yeah. I was going to say, th- yeah. It's you only wear a, a silicone. mishap. It's only a mishap that leads to him being gloveless. So. His
2: glove came off because the spaceship was decompressing and they were getting sucked out into space.
1: So anyway, oh. Kif, Kif's the Kif's the uh, the the birth giver in this situation. Um, we, we get a we,
2: montage
1: yeah. uh, set
2: to a David Bowie song where yeah, they're being parents, and yeah. we see in the background the grand midwife is sneaking around and taking notes. What could she be doing?
1: Um, and then after the montage, we've got Kiff and Amy saying, Wow, raising three kids at, of different ages, it sure is tough. <laughs> but at least we and are having doing a hot it-
2: dog fight. Yeah. <laughs> using hot they're dogs like swords. Swords and, and mustards going everywhere. And then Disgusting. they say,
1: At least we're doing it together. And then what happens?
2: <laughs> war war declared.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Kiff is called to duty. And there's a very Russ, funny scene. By the where... way, Kiff
1: is in the military, the intergalactic military. Yeah, I gathered that.
2: <laughs> did you gather it from his little outfit?
0: No. That he always wears? I did I did notice at one point like he hugs um Amy at a certain like early on. And I could see that he like doesn't wear panties under his <laughs> under his little mini skirt. That He's is a naughty the... lady.
1: That mini skirt is the military uniform um, chosen by the chauvinist, misogynist pig, Zap Brannigan, who is in charge of the military. He's the general of the military. Um, and and he's, he, ch-
2: he on the voice call is like, Kiff is like, is this about the presents for the kids? Yeah. And he's like, don't ask me about the presents for the kids, which, some of which are very large. <laughs> uh,
1: I bought many, many presents for yeah. the um but uh, yeah, so he likes velour mini skirts, and that's why the military wears it. Um, the situation is unclear, but they have to go figure out why a why a certain research base stopped responding.
2: Yeah, and we get a very funny scene where Kif is flying off in the dupe uh, mothership. <laughs> And uh, the Amy and the kids are all standing looking. And one by one, they all start sobbing, <laughs> including Amy, who falls to her knees, just shrieking out in pain. And yeah. the other people just kind of look over at her nervously. And it's very <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> by far, my favorite character of the entire episode was... The babysitter that got the dress wrong. Okay, so she's she's a recurring character. She's she's in other. She's
1: she's really just there to deliver one liners. She has one episode where she's kind of a. woven into the story and she makes appearances here and there. We know her name. We don't know a lot about her, but basically she's everyone's last resort as a date. <laughs> I guess now also as a babysitter. Um She's called in when basically they have no one else. They call Petunia. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm glad yeah. they called her. I'm glad well, she Amy's late
2: because the babysitter's, is not on time. So she comes into the office with the kids and we get a call from Petunia from a payphone, yeah. And she's like, oh, I went to the right address, but oh, Earth? I thought you said... Zellbar 10B, and well, she opens guess, the phone booth. And it's I guess just I'll a just wait for the next planet.
1: for the next bus to Nutley. She's always going back to Nutley. Where the fuck is Nutley? And how does she keep getting separated from Nutley? It seems like she should just stay there.
2: Whoa, let her explore the world, the universe. <laughs> I told people to stay in their homes.
1: No, but she always needs to get back to Nutley. You always need to get back to your little shack in Portland. I don't need to.
0: <laughs> Ross, did you grow up in uh, L.A.? No, I grew up in Michigan, but Michigan. I've been here since 2009. How cute! And that's when I ten years started.
1: after Fry got frozen.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, that's when I started (laughs) becoming a Los Angeles legend in the words of Jinx Monsoon.
1: (laughs) Listen, we filmed that bingo show that never saw the light of day. (laughs) That makes you a legend in my eyes. (laughs) That's right. That's all
0: I've ever done with you, I think. I need to do more stuff with you, Jinx.
1: I know. We Uh, need to get bangs together. (laughs) <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Here you can I have mean, mine. What if I just unclipped ba- them? <laughs> I haven't had bangs in a while. There. Well, Nick's <laughs> got those bangs too. I I do have bangs. Yeah, he was copying you. He told me. He I, called you the day I, he I, did I'm not it. gonna lie,
2: I do Roz, did I beat you to the bang? <laughs> um Did I get uh, on the bang bus
0: before well, you I, I got them for <laughs> a specific reason. I got them so that people would stop calling me Meghan Markle. <laughs> because everybody said that I look like Megan Markle <laughs> constantly when I didn't have bangs. So then mm-hmm. I get these things chopped, on, you know, into my head. Chopped on. Chopped uh, on. Chopped on <laughs> to my head, and now all I hear is Leah Michelle. Oh. Leah Michelle, and then the other one that I, now I keep hearing is whatever that lady's name is with the lipstick that was talking to children on the internet. Um, oh, fucking... Colleen, um. Colleen Ball- Ballinger, whatever the hell. I'm like, can somebody say something nice to me? for Speaking of once? Miranda.
1: Well, can I look I w- like somebody nice? I was going to say you're giving major daria vibes today if that's mm. if that's any better like she's an icon she's a feminist yeah icon. no i'll well, take that thank you well
2: raz and i met when we were in a, a mean girls parody produced by peaches christ and janice. you were playing janice ian and i yeah. think that's that right. that mood has persisted through all your haircuts the janice ian energy. <laughs> definitely <laughs>
0: wait i thought you were in sheetal Juice.
2: I was also in Cheetle Juice, but we were not in the same production of that. (laughs) Oh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. No, we were
2: in Mean Gays together. (laughs) Okay.
1: Who'd you play in Mean Gays? Did you play the hottie? Did you play the dude?
2: I was Aaron Samuels, yes. And I got very (laughs) sick, like, two days before uh, the first rehearsal, but I had very little stage time, so I told Peaches I could learn everything in a day, and I
0: did. (laughs) Oh, I saw Peach's Curse this weekend. I haven't Aww, seen her in a while. I'm I love sorry. her. Um, okay, back to the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so uh, Amy needs a nap. Amy's <laughs> so, struggling. Yeah, she's going to have Leela babysit the kids. Um, yeah. And then Kiff lands on the distant planet with Zap. And Zap immediately tries to shoot the man who comes up to greet them.
1: <laughs> and he's like, the, oh no, I'm out of lasers. <laughs> this was, okay, that's hilarious. This was the least expected cameo from a returning character the I was whale expecting. Who hates the whales. whale biologist who hates whales? The whale biologist who hates whales. I liked that person. Did you like him? Yeah, he's you, fun, I right? funny. I, I gotta say... His jokes were better when he hated whales, when he was like, and now, for, and now for the whale who thinks he's better than everyone else, it's Shmamoo or whatever. Like, he had better jokes. But the fact that he is conti- – oh, no, he has a great introductory line. He's like, oh, we've met before. I used to be – or no – Whatever he says, but he says I used to be a whale biologist, so I hate it. But I hated whales, so I changed careers. Well, we're glad you finally found one you like. Nope, still looking. <laughs> and, then he, and he hates bears too. So I like when he says,
0: uh, or uh, whoever the other person has, says, like, "Oh, that sounds like a fun job that doesn't pay very well." Or something like, that. <laughs> like if I had a nickel, which I don't, because it doesn't pay well what I do <laughs> anyway.
2: Um, the bears that he is taking care of are giant tardigrades. I feel like tardigrades are like the in vogue science thing of the last five years, so they had to include tardigrades. In
0: they the really reboot. had a moment, these tardigrades. Well, they're mm-hmm.
1: quite remarkable creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Jinx. <laughs> what?
2: Why are you talking about tardigrades so positively again? Again? Yeah.
1: When was the last time I talked about part- Tartaburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Tart- so, Tartigrades, babes. Uh, <laughs> we're bouncing back and
2: forth between the planet and uh, the babysitting situation. Basically, Leela's getting exhausted taking care of the babies uh, and tires them out by putting them on a treadmill. And the grand midwife looks on and seems to think this is a pretty good thing. <laughs> 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 and meanwhile... Um, Kiff wants to leave to go help Amy with the stressful situation. But he cannot because Zap has been dragged into a cave by the tardigrades. So he has to go in there and fight them with the laser that it turns out was just off. And And that's the only reason that man's not dead. And I thought that was really funny is that Zap just didn't turn the laser on.
1: (laughs) I I knew that the candy was going to play a large part. And the episode somehow, but I assumed it was going to save the day somehow. Instead, the candy caused a big kerfuffle because Zap is Zaps a pig, and he's shoveling the candy in his mouth, and the the tardigrades smell the honey, and then they want because bears love honey, as we learned from Winnie the Pooh. So public domain, make a movie about it. (laughs) So um kiff has to save zap and kiff is uh, you know we when- we did skip over when um
2: zap <laughs> was chewing up the candy and spitting it onto his chest for uh waxing purposes <laughs> do we have any comment
1: <laughs> no i think i skipped over it because it was
2: so so gross that i didn't want to talk well, it about wasn't it wasn't
1: even gross it was just stupid but we had to remember we had to remember just how foul of a man um Zap is and what a jerk he is and how you know Kiff is a saint for being a father of three while managing this horrible job. <laughs> Kiff becomes like kind of
2: Rambo character and goes in and As kills all the tardigrades. As he often does when he
1: needs to. He's a very he's a very gentle person until push comes to shove and then he's like you know he's always kick ass. Oh.
2: <laughs> and he uh is gonna go in and save Zap, who's like standing on a, a little cliff protecting himself from the tardigrades, and he does so by turning on his camouflage reflex, and he's like, I'm gonna be a killing machine, and then he kind of neatly takes off his clothes and like <laughs> folds them in the corner, which I thought was very funny.
1: So back <laughs> on Earth, the grand, the grand midwife, midwife reveals that um, an automatic trial for parentage um must occur whenever the, the smismar. The smismar is not the biological parent mother of or DNA giver of the children. So um this isn't really based on anything other than Leela is the biological parent, Amy is not, but you know, um Amy of course is in love with the kids she does not want to lose her kids leela doesn't particularly want to be a mom i don't think so they have to prepare for this trial um and kiff of course is you know um they're waiting on kiff to get back is he gonna make it back in the nick of time is he And uh, the
2: grand midwife is like, oh, the shame, the shame. And then he does show up and it's like, well, still pretty shameful. It
1: doesn't lessen the shame.
2: Um. (laughs) They have to go into the Inquisidome, which is also known as a tiki hut. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it turns out that um, this very, very complicated test that we thought was going to happen is just the grand midwife sitting in there. And she asks, do you love the babies? And they say, yes. Well, Amy says yes. And, and that's then that's, all, that's all the whole that test. matters. <laughs>
1: and you know what's so lovely about this is um, they really didn't beat you over the head with an allegory here. But like as, as queer rights are under attack um, in our country, around the world, uh, we saw recent – I mean like just recently the new president of Italy is – Trying to ban uh, trying to remove lesbian mothers from birth certificates um, f- of adopted children so that only the biological mother of the children is considered the the parent of the children. Um, there we know that progress comes with ebbs and flows and backlash, but I really liked that this um, this episode just says, uh yeah that's what happens people try to um take kids away from people just because they're not blood related but at the end of the day the children should be looked after by the people who love them not the not necessarily the people who are their dna relatives so i thought that was a really nice message without being too preachy or too like it wasn't you too over preachy, the head with yeah. a
2: couple a couple last <laughs> minute lines i want to uh just make sure we don't skip over before we wrap up this recap uh the grand midwife says the challenge is a challenging challenge dating back from when our language had few words and i really liked that <laughs> and uh, there's the part where after uh amy passes the test she pulls a rope and the uh whole front wall of the inquisidome falls down and it seems like it's like supposed to be a big reveal. But then she's like, wait, that wasn't supposed to happen. And then it's like, wait, well then, what was the rope supposed to do? It was very funny. And uh, then they all um, drink treacle out of champagne flutes and look on at the happy family as they hug. And that's the end of the episode. And it's very sweet.
1: It's.
0: I just it, realized that I great. did this. I just did this thing that I do every time there's like more than one host of a podcast, where I forget that I'm on it and I just become a listener.
1: Don't worry, this is normal for our um, episodes. They're very front heavy. We talk a lot, and then we realize we have to wrap it up, but we still have 20 minutes of an episode to discuss, and then we just plow
0: through. But so I didn't. I, I'm still here,
1: listeners. I just I became one of you. She became a very active listener. Um, Listen, Roz. I have some. Do we do the question? Yeah, I have have to hit the button. Yes, I'm just preparing our guest. Well, do don't I hit it first and then you say I have the question? No, I have to prepare the guest. It's please don't fight. Okay, just go. Roz, we have some compulsory questions that we ask every Hey, hey, let me ask you something. You didn't something. tell me when to do it. You didn't say after I'm done. You didn't say how long the you, thing was going to be. Answer them. You can answer them however you like, um, uh, but they are compulsory. Hit it. Hey, hey, let me ask you something. Roz, now that you have seen one episode of Futurama, which character... Do you relate to the most?
0: Petunia. Is that what her name was? <laughs> yeah. Petunia. That's a great answer. Yeah. I've gotten an address. Everyone's wrong always a time like or I'm two. Leela. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> <No>. main character. <laughs> I'm Petunia
1: or the Graham midwife. Mm. <laughs> you know, they're voiced by the same voice actress. So there is a reality in which <sighs> you could be both. Yeah, maybe you're just a
2: Tress McNeil all around.
1: Excuse me. Yeah. Did you burp? Yeah. Um, I don't think
2: anyone would have heard if you didn't say, excuse me.
1: Roz, that just raises
2: question. further questions. I told you I'm going to start doing that. Roz, Roz I'm so sorry. <laughs> Roz,
1: next
0: question. hmm <laughs> 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 of, of, of all the characters
1: <laughs> that you met in the episode, who would you do?
0: Um...
1: Hmm. Petunia
0: <laughs> wow,
2: wow, narcissist <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Petunia is very seasoned mm-hmm. um, she's She knows what she's clear. doing yeah. She's made it clear She's very good at what she does um, Now
0: when you say do Are you including the finger version? Like the <laughs> two fingers
1: touching?
2: This is assuming like everyone's consensually into whatever
1: I said answer the question however you feel. So if if you're considering that you're going to get pregnant from touching Petunia's <laughs> finger as doing it, sure.
0: I think me and Petunia would have great kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Final question for you, Roz. You kind of already answered that it. That just raises
2: further questions. Should, do I need to get a different one for the third one?
1: <laughs> Nick, um Roz... Nick. We need to figure this out. We never talk. <laughs> Roz, we never talk, Mom. Shut up. This is the only Roz, time that I have with shut you. Shut up. Ross, um, now that you've watched an episode of Futurama, would you watch more?
0: Absolutely. I'm actually really excited to do so. <laughs> Are you going to text us all about it? Uh, if I have your permission, yeah. I, I would love to share with you my thoughts and um and... It's an open wa- line, baby. Ooh, I'm just so, so <laughs> happy you guys had me here because I just wanna, I wanna talk to you guys all the time. <laughs> you
1: can. <laughs> You're allowed. No, I don't want to bother you guys. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll have. <laughs> Immediately finds an excuse for why not. Okay. Well, Roz... Uh... Thank you so much. Where can our listeners follow you online? Where can um, human beings in the real world see you perform and do your things in the real space? Um,
0: well, you know, my dream since childhood is to be a social media star. So uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Roz Hernandez. And that is where you could find any dates or whatever going on that I do. But um, also my podcast called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez, which just recently relaunched on Exactly Right. Uh, which is home of my favorite murder and um, I talk to celebrities and all kinds of people that I like about their experiences with ghosts and aliens and cryptids and all kinds of crazy shit like that and go listen to when Jinx was on it's a two parter I think it was the beginning (laughs) of 2000 because (laughs) she won't stop talking (laughs) it was was a two parter
1: because I just (laughs) literally made it a two parter no I
0: loved it and you're always welcome back Um, so yeah people go check that out
1: Roz Hernandez everybody Um, Nick do you have any closing thoughts before we let everyone free
2: Um, now that the show is back I would like to add some more sound drops to the soundboard a couple of these sound drops on the soundboard were suggested to me by listeners so go ahead and slide into my DMs (laughs) and say which soundboard clips from Futurama you would like
1: you are you being serious listeners actually reached out to you and gave suggestions for the yes, soundboard Yes th- I remember we giving have the person credit but for I don't, that to I don't, even happen That
2: one that one is from a listener <laughs> someone suggested that and it's great. It's very useful. So I just need... To, we're going to crowdsource this.
1: I just <laughs> didn't very realize we at had i through my listeners Instagram DMs,
2: but I'm going to try. I'm going to try and read all of them. That people would actually like make suggestions. If you are a 40% listener, please suggest some more sound drops. And also listen to my um, Degrassi podcast, All About Degrassi with Evan Goodrich. Thank you.
1: Well... I've got two more weeks left of everything at stake. If you're on the West coast, um, we added a second show. Roz, you want to come to, we added a show in LA, our show on um, August 8th sold out. So we added a show um, the day before on August 7th. There are still tickets available on August 7th for everything at stake at the Orpheum theater. Me and my rock band, Roz. We will absolutely hook you up. Just um, <gasps> um, just uh, tell me, tell me how many tickets you need uh, for the seventh in my DMs, and we'll set it up for you, baby. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, yeah we're, go- we're we're almost on the west coast so if you're in California if you're in Portland Seattle Spokane we added a show in Spokane um, there's still tickets in Spokane anyway it's the last two weeks of everything at stake and then I get to go into hibernation so it was lovely speaking to both of you thank you listeners for listening once more and until next week. Have a futuristic day, everybody!